we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here, and I'm throwing yet another Podluck party, and I'm excited for this one. Last party, we had my friend Jerry Green from the Professor Frenzy Show play a song, Green Pepper 66. I hope you enjoyed that one. That was really cool. This week, I'm inviting my friend Kevin Cuff the co-writer on Metal Shark Bro into the Podluck Party. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some comic books and just stay tuned. Podluck Party, Podluck Party, Podluck Party time. Hey, that's the doorbell. Let's go see who that is. Hey Kevin, how's it going, man? It is you. How's it, how's you doing, man? Hey Joey. Well, wow, I just rang the doorbell again because like I was impatient. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. You gotta you gotta lay off that thing a little bit. There. I know, man. I know. <laughs> you were ready to get into the party, man. <laughs> totally, totally ready for all this. <laughs> I know, right? It's the first time. I don't know if uh, here. In Arizona, where you are, because you're hanging out with me in my my home here, uh, we are open. Uh, we are open to the public. They're raring to go here in Arizona. People are ready for, <laughs> ready to party here. It's crazy. It's super awesome. So, man, I am I appreciate you coming by and hanging out with us. Uh, everybody's got some good food over there in the back room. We got some drinks. I'm drinking my, my I'm drinking my Coke here. Um, so I, you. Looks like you brought something for us, right? Some Red's Wicked Ale. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Sad to live to have my, my con reputation of always bringing some beer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we, we, got to, we got to talk to you uh, recently on um, one of my other podcasts, which is the, the House of Indie podcast with my my, my pod partner, my, uh, my, my comic book uh uh, life mate <laughs> Albert Morales, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we had a whole lot of fun talking with you on that show, man. It was a good time. I had uh, I had a blast. That's why that's why when you invited me over for this podcast, I said, "How can I say no?" And that your episode actually rounded out a three part mini of the Metal Shark Bro uh, epic podcast uh, trio. We got to talk to you and Bob and Walter. It was really fun. It was like a less cool version of Star Wars with sharks and floating eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Return right. of the shark guy, not the Jedi. Return of the shark guy. That's what you can call that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what's uh, what's more metal than that, right? <laughs> There's not much. There's not. I mean, Lemmy. That's about so, it. <laughs> so we right. <laughs> so we. Um, I just got that joke all late. <laughs> Um, so dude, tell me a little bit about, cause you guys, you guys are, your uh, diamond is back in, in business and your book is out right now, right? You, Metal Shark Pro 2? It should. Yeah. Metal Shark Pro hit, hit the, hit the. In June. Is it going to be? The, the other, June? the one that, right. the one that you guys read before that was already out. Number one, it was, it was out, out, but yeah, number two is hitting the shelves very, very soon. Yeah. Number two yeah. comes out in June. So that's awesome. I, I was kind of. <laughs> Scared that it wasn't going to hit the shelves anytime soon. Man, you and me both, Joe. Like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't the only one. I guess you guys. I guess you guys picked a really good uh, good time to release that thing, though, <laughs> right? I mean, we didn't pick it, so that's um, that. It just kind of works out how you, how it solicits yeah. when you think it'll be done. So, like, that's good that we didn't pick it because 
we, we probably would have went for like a month earlier. And if we had, it would have been caught up yeah. in, in all that. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. The way yeah. That, that works that out. Is, yeah. Well, I guess it works out great in, in your favor. Cause man, uh, a lot of people were, were like uh, wondering what the heck was going to happen there. But anyway, tell us about what you've brought to the party today. You said you, you had a couple of different things you wanted to show me because these, you said you got three different things, and I don't think I've ever ever saw these before. I, I mean, I've seen them and heard of them, well, but I don't it think I've read It was comics, of course, because um, yeah. I know you like comics. So uh, one of the books yeah. I brought with me was The Savage Shores. Have you read that yet? You you told me about these titles, and I think you're going to bring three of them, right? Yep. So, so all three of these titles I have not read yet. You have not read any of these? Okay, yep. No, because every time that I wanted to turn around and go get them, they were like sold out. And I couldn't get like, and then by the time I wanted to turn around and go get them, they were like super expensive because you got those collectors and and the resellers. And I'm just like, oh man, I, I that's too rich for my blog. I can't do that. Well, with these Savage Shores, what happened was, um, I know that it was hard to find in singles. Um, I special ordered it in the trade paperback because I knew the singles would be hard to get because okay. it had a low print run. So, um, yeah, basically that's a story that, uh, Ram V wrote. And I think the artist's name is Sumit Kumar. Um, and it's basically yeah. like, um, like a, a European vampire story meets a middle Eastern version of a vampire story. Uh, it's about a Rakshasa. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. Uh, bless you. <laughs> Hindu, I don't know. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> it's Hindu mythology. Um, they're like, um, part of that, that whole hungry ghost. I don't want to like give too much away. So I, I'm, I'm yeah. wary on what to say and what not to say. Um, Cause I want you to read it. Uh, dude, you could, you could spoil it for me, dude. I'm one of those guys who do that. If you spoil it, it, it makes me want to read it even more. Like um, I'm that guy. Like, like, Hey, I, I, like, like back in the day in the nineties, like I used to uh, watch wrestling all the time. I know you're a big wrestling am, guy, yeah. but I, but remember back in the day you, they would have the, the wrestling spoilers. Like the NWO like the, and, and NWO. Yeah. That's funny that you mentioned that because we're going to get off track now. And I'm going to tell you your name sounds like you should be announcing wrestling. Like Jolton, Joey, <laughs> in, in the booth here with me today. We're going to be watching some That's awesome matches. <laughs> there we go. We should start a podcast where we all we do is just we we uh, commentate, color commentate fake matches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you watch any wrestling anymore or you don't watch it anymore? Um, you know, I don't watch it any watch anymore. I, I used to watch it back in the day. I like in the height of the end of the, the like NWO, the Monday uh, Night Wars and all that stuff. That's when I watched it. Weirdly enough, I got out of. Um, watching pro wrestling not long after that and then like um and then wwe owned everything and then it, it changed yeah. like the way everything was <laughs> right. so I, I wasn't really that interested in that and then about yeah. a year ago bobby's like dude have you seen this uh wwe nxt and i was like no and he's like dude you need to watch it it's actually pretty good so i started watching that based on his recommendation but i didn't watch too much i, I got a little bit into it yeah. but i wasn't super into it and then mm. Bobby again comes at me and goes, have you seen all elite wrestling? And this is recently, this is just this year. And I was like, no, I don't think, I don't think I I have the cable channel that gets that. He's like, oh man, you got to get it. It's on TNT. How do you not have TNT? I was like, I, I, cause I just have streaming services cause like cables expensive. Right. Uh, <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, I pay for the internet or whatever, but that's okay. Um, and he goes, no, you got to see this. It's kind of like old school, like, um, NWA wrestling. So I started watching AEW um, and um, have not stopped since. It's ridiculous. Every Wednesday, AEW is on here. So 
That's awesome. That's cool. I think man. you would dig it. But yeah, I, yeah. if you like that yeah. old school '90s stuff, it, it kind of has that feel. Sweet. But yeah, I might, I'd rather I might bring you AEW out, than than this book. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you the joy of new wrestling. We can uh, talk to talk about more about wrestling after we get into your books. But tell me a little bit more about uh, these Savage Shores because I've had uh, other people tell me about it too. And they're like, "You got it. You got to read it's, this. If you can't, if you can't find it, at least read it somehow." It's surreal. The art is beautiful. Um, Sumit Kumar, I think, is the guy's name. I said, um, and I think like he does a great job um, on the book. It's like very like uh, looks like painted. Um, and er- okay. it takes everything you know about European vampires and, and turns it on its head because it, it presents you the, a, wow. a vampire story from a different cultural point of view. So it's a completely mm. different take on a vampire yeah. mythos that, that you would, would say is like stale if it was like a, um, if it was like a Western trope, but it's more in the Eastern variety of vampire. So like I found it to okay. be like super um, interesting because um, – yeah, it, it's it's got European vampires in it, but then it's got like this other breed of thing, and it's like basically like like who is a who is the real monster here? Like uh, is the question that the story asks yeah. you. And it's pretty interesting as you go through the story because it's like part horror story, part love story, part like um, I would say almost like a like. A, I don't know if, if it would be proper to say parental because one of the characters and the other one kind of almost have a parental relationship. So like it's, it's okay. all those things wrapped into one. So it's, it's very, uh, mm-hmm. it, it serves on very, very many levels. I would say it has lots of layers to it. Yeah. So, and, okay. and that's hard to do in comics, I would say, because you only have um, your space is so limited. Yeah. It sounds really cool, man. I, I'm actually going to look it up while we're talking about it because I want to see what, like, uh, who? So who? Who? Uh, who? What? What? Uh, press company is it on? Is it? It's Vault. Vault. Okay. Vault, yeah. Cool. So I could probably get it in trade, obviously, and I could probably find some kind. Of, I I wonder if it's on Comicsology. I bet you it is. I bet you it is. Probably is. Yeah. I probably. I could probably get it on a Comicsology at least to read it. Yeah, you should just read uh, it. it. It was. It, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Like I said, I don't want to. When when you're done reading it, you you we can we'll talk about it. And you'll be like, oh, either you loved it or you hated it, and you'll tell me why. And, that, and I like having those conversations <laughs> with my comic book yeah. friends. It's one of the reasons yeah. why I like doing yeah. comics. Cause like you get to talk about so many different things. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude, the, this artwork is awesome. Yeah. I told yeah. you it's great. It looks painted. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's freaking cool looking dude. I'm looking at it right now. Oh man. I'm looking at with the first uh, few pages of the book here. That it looks pretty cool. It's I like dope, it. Man. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like the book a lot. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to, I'm putting that in my wish list right now on Comixology. So unfortunately right now, um, because I, uh, all this crazy stuff that's been going on with the virus, the COVID-19 virus and all that stuff, we were all, everybody was doing the social distancing, right? But now Arizona's opened up and, uh, me and everybody are me and my wife and all that stuff. So we're kind of, uh, hesitant to, uh, let a lot of people in here. I know we, we got a lot of people here hanging out with us now, but, uh, but they are select few, and, and let me tell, tell you, I uh, made them all wash their hands. I made them all take showers, and I made and I checked their temperatures. Um, so I was wondering about the togas. Now the showers make sense. I get it now. That, right? So yeah, there's with that's wonders. exactly why that big tub in the middle with the with the uh, old school uh, curtain around it, dude. That's why that's there. I was wondering you. It's just not. It's not for show. I thought that was for beer. I'm sorry. I, that's where I put the beer. My bad. <laughs> I thought, it was, I thought that was ice in there. 
man. No, 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 that was people. <laughs> so, uh, um, but, uh, so, so, so because of all that stuff, I, I'm a little weary to go into my local comic shop, even if they are open. So I've kind of, uh, stepped back a little bit and I haven't even done like the online auctions because I don't know wh- how diamond is, is taking precautions in their own warehouse and things and distribution on the distribution level. So I'm going to, do digital for a while, at least until I, I know that everything's a little bit more safe. So really? um, I, I mean, I, I commend you there. What sucks. I've been doing is buying. Um, I've been buying from from Scouts. I bought a couple things from Scouts website. I bought a couple things from TKO's website, and I bought a, um, I think one or two things from, that I wanted from Black Masks catalog since this all started um, because they were donating 50 percent of what you buy to the the local comic shop of your choice. So basically half That's of their awesome. sale they're they're giving yeah. to the comic shop to make sure the comic shop stays open, which I thought was really cool. That's that's really, really cool. What shop did you pick? Uh Heroes and Villains in Hampton. It's uh it's nice. it's not my local shop per se. Um uh-huh. but it, it's it's the shop where if, if I didn't go there I probably wouldn't be doing this now. So uh, I owe a lot <laughs> to the owner there, Rich Trinkle. He's a great dude. Um Super cool. Yeah, he's a super great guy. So I wanted to make sure That's his awesome. doors were able to stay open for his customers, uh, even though I'm not super as much cool. of a customer um, anymore because it's super far from my house where I live now. Yeah. yeah. With the smaller uh, publishers, I'd probably do stuff like that because I did buy from uh, Scout Comics. I brought your guys' book from Scout. I, I got Thank a couple you. other ones. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Bob would say, "Oh, you're the one guy. <laughs> you're that guy. You're that guy. You're that if one." If you want guy. a Bob Friends yeah, impersonation, but... I'll do one real quick. He's, he'll be mad at me, but I'll do one. So. <laughs> Go for it, man. Oh, Joe, you, you went, you went and bought our book. You went and bought our book off of uh, Scout Web Comics, and then you, you were going to buy it digital, and then you went and bought it. Sorry, I and didn't then catch you, that. Oh, you can... and then you bought it, and then you bought it in 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 a in a trade paperback, and paid the fifty percent because. <laughs> You really wanted a metal shark bro of your own. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Siri can't ever uh, figure out who he is either. <laughs> he kicked in automatically, so she must have thought I was Bobby. She got excited. Yeah, was- <laughs> she, got she thought I was wearing an ascot over here. Yep, I thought the ascot was on. Was into it. That's hilarious. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I might do things like that where I do the smaller publishers and stuff like that because you know. Uh, if you think about it, I, and I'm just speculating here, they probably have a, a lesser amount of hands on the books. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. I get That's it. just my thought. <laughs> I get it. I, I've only I've only bought from probably those three places. I haven't bought anything from Amazon or anything like that. Um, yeah. But um, every time I see that they're going to give money to a shop or whatever, and I bought online from actual yeah. comic shops um, that were like had their doors closed yeah. during COVID nineteen. Um, I bought I bought yeah two books from Third Eye Richmond. Um, one of those was a book that I, that I was going to talk to you about. So I w- I'll just use that as my segue because I'm a I'm a pro podcaster guy, like I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> there you, That's a there joke. you go. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> it's Outer Darkness um, by uh, John Lehman and Afu Chan. So like, this is a really neat book. Yeah. Um, are you a Trekkie at all? Do you like Star Trek at all? I do. I do. You actually. Do you? Okay. Well, then this book is for you because it's kind of like a spooky. Uh, version of Star Trek where they have like God engines on the ship and they have like um, exorcisms Whoa. and ghosts and 
Um, it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me, have you ever played that video game? It's weird to talk about video games, but, but we're nerds, so this is what nerds do. Um, <laughs> Dead Space, like back in the day, where you have those weird like monsters. Oh, that feel, that, why does that sound familiar? Um, why does that sound familiar? Possibly. It's like Dead Space is like this game that takes place where you're like this dude who's like a miner and you're caught on a ship when like these like, it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of like a different version oh, of Doom. I think I do. I think I do remember something like playing something like that. Yeah, because some of the tools you get are like mining tools. You're on this mining planet, and they like yeah. they like unearth like this obelisk uh, to a to like a, a fallen like alien god, okay. and like these things come alive in the ship and they start possessing your like former shipmates who are deceased. Oh, that sounds so familiar. Like I can almost picture it in my brain. I just don't remember. Yeah, like a weird miner mask uh, yeah, on right. that was like, yeah, looked like a welding feels, mask, if, but like a space. Yeah, it feels super, super uh, uh, familiar to me. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of reminds me of like if you took that and you mixed it with like Star Trek to some degree, because okay. everybody on the ship has a job and like some of the um, singular issues of the book um, revolve around uh, the people in the in the crew and what their job is based on, mm-hmm. you know, like the navigator has his own story and like this other person yeah. who who's like um, the first officer used to be like an exorcism officer. And like that plays into part of the story. Like, so like all these little elements come together to make the story good. Um, and of course it's John Lehman who's been doing things for years. He worked at Marvel. Uh, he, he was, yeah. he did chew with um, mm-hmm. Rob Guillory. Um, so like, so yeah. he's been doing comics forever. So like, it's a great uh, read um, that I yeah. really enjoyed because of the two, the, for the genre bending, it's like I, I didn't think you could. How about this? I, here's what I could tell you. So, if you want a better idea of how it goes together, have you ever seen the movie Event Horizon? Uh, yes. So it, yes, it kind of so, reminds yeah. me of that. If okay. you mixed it with yeah. Star Trek, sweet. I love it. Love that. I'm putting these in my list right now as we speak. I, I liked the <laughs> I liked the first arc. It's six. It's issues one through six uh, together. I liked it. I, I want to read the second one so I could figure out like if if my gut feeling on it's right, because like I really enjoyed the plot line. I really enjoyed the story. I wasn't sure about the characters, which is usually my hooking point, Yeah. but I liked the, mm-hmm. um, the world building and like what was going on so much that like I could ignore some of the um, flaws I felt that were there in character. Like not that I felt like uh, Layman had any writing flaws really, but I felt like it was like, yeah, the, the main, the main character, the ship's captain, um, Josh Riggs, I think is his name. Riggs, I think is his name. First officer mm-hmm. Riggs. Um, he is kind of one dimensional for the first six issues, but you know, you need time okay. to develop stuff right. like that. And I think it's a slow burn kind of thing. So um, we'll see like when the um, second arc comes out in trade. Uh, and they're also doing like a chew crossover with, with uh, outer dark. Oh, really? So it should be good. You know, so, so I went, when chew first came out, I was like, oh, all right, cool. What's this? And I read it and I was like, all right, maybe I can get in on this uh, on this kind of uh, premise of a book. And I read it. I was like, ah, I don't know if it's for me, man. So, and I've never picked it back up again. Maybe now that I've I've got a different perspective on comics and stuff like that, because I'm that I'm I'm kind of like <laughs> my wife always gets mad because because I, I always like change uh i'm like i'm like the waves man i'm always changing right there's not I, i'm I, I i my moods are never the same i don't know maybe that's called like like uh manic or something i don't know whatever <laughs> I, don't think it is. I think you're fine <laughs> I'm, man. I'm, I'm i'm uh i'm uh <laughs> i'm 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 uh got mental illness or something going on anyway <laughs> but um 
when I when I, like my tastes always change with comic books. They're always like ebbs and flows and stuff like that. And back then, I didn't really like it. Maybe, and I never picked it back up again. Maybe I should pick stuff up like that again and see if I like it now. Because what I like now is nothing that I would liked uh, when I first got into comics. And when I first started collecting, um, all those years ago. So let's do and, let's uh, do that comparison, then. See, then you can see how your tastes have changed. But give me the top five Joey Galvez books from when you first started collecting to your top five now. Then you can see it would so so it would probably be like back when I first collected. It was probably. Um, all superhero stuff. That's a lot of everything that people get into first with comics or uh, most people. There's nothing wrong I got with into... that. Like, see, like the thing that no, people think is like that, that like when we do like uh more, I was, I don't want to say like uh more indie comics that you're against superhero stuff. I don't read as much superhero stuff now as an adult, as I did when I was a kid. Same. Yeah. Same here. Um, Same here. And, and yeah. I don't know if it's because my taste changed or I'm just not as interested in that stuff, but like, I still have superhero titles that make, you know, my top, but I, but I put them in a separate list. It's weird. Cause I go, do you want my top five yeah. comics of all time? Or do you want my top five, like superhero comics? Because they're different. Like to me, I, I like right. separate them almost yeah. because I feel like, um, super superhero stories always have that, um, that luxury of, of being able to bring back dead characters. Yeah. Wherein you yeah. read something like Southern bastards by like um, Jason Latour, Jason Aaron, like they don't have yeah. that luxury cause it's steeped in realism. It's kind of like a, a crime story set in a small Southern town. So like it, it depends yeah. on what it is you're going for, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm the same way, man. Like you see, you see these books behind me, they're superheroes. Right. right? And, and, uh, and, but I got all my indie comics above me over here. So it's like, but it, it's, uh, so that's, that was me too. Like back in the day, the first book that I ever picked up, I actually have it all on my wall. I picked, it was, uh, X-Men volume two, um, uh, volume two, you know, the, the, the Jim Lee covers or whatever, Okay. the connecting covers yeah, and all that good stuff. So, so. Yeah, so I pick, picked up. That was one of my first in the, in the '90s. I picked it up. Uh, before then, I I, I had uh, picked up uh, books and read them and all that stuff. And people had them and they given them to me. But the first book that I ever bought with my own money that I had earned was that book. Um, so so that's where I kind of it's like it's like uh, Hulk one eighty one one eighty or whatever where everybody says no the cameo is his first appearance no the first of full stories is his first appearance kind Talk of about thing. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Where everybody argues yeah. that I count my first book that I ever, uh, that I ever I bought with my own money as my, when it's I first began book, my right. collection. I got you. <laughs> That's my first book. Cause at that time so, in the nineties, see, I don't know how old you are. So like, uh, I would say I'm 36, 96. <laughs> so 96. I'm yeah. Yeah. I was like yeah. almost, I was almost 20. Um, in 96. So, um, at that time I was reading, I had gotten out of kitty comics for the most part. And, and my nephew's older than me. Cause I have a weird family dynamic, um, that I'm sure no one wants to hear about on a podcast, but, um, but my, my <laughs> brother's actually like old enough. My, one of my brothers is old enough to be my dad. Um, so, cause my dad was married before he married my mom. So there's the explanation. So, um, one of my nephews, <laughs> he used to take me to the comic shop because he had a driver's license um, at the time when I was younger. Uh, I was right around, right before I turned, like in, in 96, you said, so 96, I, I would probably drove myself to the comic shop. But before that, mm-hmm. um, 
96, I was in college, I believe, or getting ready to go to college. Um, yeah. So right before that, I would say I got into collecting before I could drive to the comic shop. So I don't know what year it was. It was the ghost writer who was um, not Johnny Blaze, but Dan Catch. So do you know Dan Catch, ghost writer? Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. Uh, I only know Johnny Blaze. Okay. So I, I, and then the newest guy that they put in there, the uh, Mexican American guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like both of those characters, but I like Dan Catch, and he was the other Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, and he, and he was. I think I have since mm-hmm. since then. I think I've collected some of those books. Like, uh, so they were drawn by Mark. I remember I, I, the artist. I don't remember who wrote them. It was Mark Textera. Uh, I remember that because I like the way he drew the new Ghost Rider yeah. and like the he, he brought in the chains and the stuff that they they used it with Johnny Blaze in the new movie, but yeah. like the story yeah. was so like deep um that i was like in it and i was like buying ghost rider so i was like my first like back then it was like my first like uh i guess teen comic uh that was kind of a transition out of like the spider-man uh superman captain Mm -hmm. america batman uh phase i was in yeah um i recently actually discovered that i have some of those comics in my collection that and and before i was like i only knew johnny blaze and i think i uh, picked up those ones because I was like, hey, this is not Johnny Blaze. This is not a ghostwriter that I know. And I have them in my collection behind me. And I was like, whoa, where did this come from? That's cool. When did I pick that up? <laughs> it's always nice when you find weird things. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so that was like my transition out of that. But at the same time, I didn't want to leave it behind. So for DC, I was reading. Um, that's when um, Tim became Robin. So yeah, okay. he's still kind of like the Robin, like everybody says they have their Robin, like yeah. the older cats in comics will say they love Dick Grayson um, and they love yeah. Nightwing. And I like Nightwing because um, he was in the book too. Yeah. Um, but Tim is my Robin. So like everybody has the okay. Robin. So, cause it was, I, I started yeah. reading that Robin. There was like a five issue miniseries, And then it, he, it, it brings stuff into his own book where he basically was like training around the world. So Batman didn't lose another Robin. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I like that story. That's a cool story. Arc. Yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, I would have been reading a lot of uh, X Men, Spider Man, Batman. Um, so that that that'd probably be uh, right up there. I do the Avengers, uh, Justice League. So that that's what I was into back then. And uh, and I remember buying those books and not really reading them. I was collecting them and putting them up on my wall back in the day, even then, and like taking care of them. And then like always looking at them and stuff like that. So, so I knew I always had that, the, the, the freaking collecting bug in my, in my jeans, man. But who's your X-Men but, of um, choice though? Uh, I would probably, so I'm going to go a little off the wall here. I mean, uh, obviously number one, Wolverine is probably my favorite. Okay. Uh, but that's my favorite X-Men, but like my favorite X-Men uh, villain is probably Mr. Sinister. Both of those are I fair remember, choices, I would say. Because uh, I remember specifically, I had a freaking really cool Mr. Sinister, like like uh, eight inch figure that his his uh, little diamond would light up and stuff. And dude, it was so that's cool. That's awesome. Like his his cloak was all like all nice and wavy. And I was like, dude, this is sick. I used to put it on my desk in my room. It was, it was, uh, dude, that was, that thing was dope. I used to, I wish I still had it, man. I don't know what the heck happened to it. My problem is I love all the weird characters. So like my favorite <laughs> X-Men would probably be Phantom X. And then, um, okay. It, he's, it's Phantom X or beast. So like, I like both those guys and um, yeah. I didn't know who beast was, but I, he was in a Spider-Man comic one day. So like, I was okay. like, oh, this is cool. Like, I like this guy. Like, so 
Um, yeah. He's kind of one of my favorite X-Men, but then around that same time, I got into Excalibur as well. And I really like Nightcrawler. Oh yeah. So like it branches out among yeah. weird X-Men characters that like, I wouldn't say Nightcrawlers as weird, yeah. but you don't ever hear anybody being like, Oh man, I love beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then uh today i lead i read a lot of more uh a lot of uh indie books okay um so and 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 it's probably because i do the other podcast where 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 we talk to creators and all the creators they send us they send us books so i'm always i've got a bunch of stuff to read and and all that good stuff so yeah, like right now awesome. I'm I'm re- I'm reading Metal Shark Bro, uh, at number one, <laughs> and uh, and that's not not to butter you up, man. It's <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and then I'm I'm uh, reading. Uh, we re- I we have a uh, an episode coming up on uh, the House of Indy with uh, Sean McArdle, and uh, he is he he wrote a book called um, Fear and the Tramp. Awesome. Oh, book. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, reading that one right now. Um, I'm also reading. What else am I reading? I'm I, I'm mostly reading a bunch of books that the creators have sent me, and, and so um, I'm also reading uh, Ninjas and Robots for by Eric Klaus. Uh, I'm also reading Drawing Blood with uh, David Avalone and uh, and um, uh, Kevin Eastman. Okay, so really cool stuff, man. Um, loving that, loving that right now. The artist for that book does great work, Ben Bishop. Yeah, he's a, he's a great artist. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. So what's the third one you brought me? <laughs> the third one I brought you. Have you ever read Rumble from Image Comics? I. So there's a okay funny story with Rumble. When it first came out, I really was was uh, attracted to the way they wrote out Rumble. <laughs> Sometimes it was on the side and stuff like so, and it was big, big, uh, like thick lettering. And I was like, ooh, what's that? I like the way that looks. That is aesthetically pleasing to my eye. I want that every time. And then um, every time I went to go get it, I, I either missed uh, the opportunity to get the number one because I was already late to the party. And every and, and I can't find it unless, like, at least in the in the singles. But you can always go back and get trades and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I got that collecting bug, man, I want to find me a number one in, like, like, almost uh you know pristine it's really hard and everybody's got them way too high so i have not been able to read it because i want to i like to have both in, at the same time because i like to have the physical copy and read it at the and have a reader or like have it digitally to read okay. um so I, I i don't so sometimes if i can't <laughs> if i i'll i'll sometimes be like all right i'm giving up i'm going to i'm just going to buy it and uh and read it and that uh, digitally that way and not be able to collect it because everybody wants an arm and a leg for it. So if you have read anything in the Mignola verse, like BPRD or, um, yes. the, or any of those titles, um, I'm a big fan yeah. of, uh, Baltimore really enjoy the Baltimore stuff. Um, um, a friend of, a friend of, uh, mine drew, uh, he got me into, Hellboy because I hadn't read any Hellboy before that. And he found out that yeah. I had never read any. So he was like, you have to read this. And as soon as I started reading um, the book he gave me, I was like in, entrenched in the Hellboy mythos. And it was, it wasn't even drawn by Magnola. Yeah. Uh, it was drawn by Fregredo. So it's weird. Cause people talk about this too, as a, as a comic book uh, staple marker. Um, for me, yeah. my Hellboy artist is Fregredo because I started on a Fregredo. I started on the wild hunt and um 
I loved okay. the story. I thought it was amazing. Um, so that sent me on that Mignola BPRD path. Um, and I bought, I've bought yeah. a lot of those books since. Um, and that's why I was introduced to the writer on that book on Rumble, which is John Arcudi. Um, and I really love what he does with character work and character development. And um, I liked it so much yeah. that I went and bought like just about everything he'd done aside from the Mignola verse, just to support, you know, his writing. And, and one of the things he's done that you'd be surprised to know is the mask. So, okay. The, like the Jim Carrey movie. Um, oh, when it was yeah. a, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, and as a dark horse comic, he was writing the mask. Okay. Um, oh, cool. So, um, and he wrote rumble and rumble is basically about like a scarecrow demigod that um, knows about these creatures that are hiding amongst humanity and have been hiding amongst humanity since um, the dawn of time where he was like a, a yeah. warrior, like a, a demigod warrior against these um, other forces of like uh, weird monsters and things that were coming out of the earth. So it's basically kind of like primitive, like, cavemen and then like the cavemen started to exist and humanity started to exist and this scarecrow god uh used to be um like a demigod guy kind of like conan uh named rathrak and he was one of the protectors of humanity and in order to ensure the protection of humanity he had to slay all these monsters um there came to a point where the gods of men and the the gods of the monsters came to like a truce or whatever and so part of that truce was uh-huh. that um they would uh, basically sell out rathrak to the um to the monsters and he gets imprisoned um and his body gets imprisoned with the monsters and then they send his soul into the like the body of the scarecrow and he's still fighting these monsters and like has been trapped in that scarecrow body for years and like hunting down these monsters um, everywhere that they are. So wow. that's like the basic like premise of the story. And like, without giving away too much, like, cause he meets um, two young guys that uh, decide to help him. And he's kind of taken like a protectory stance for them. Cause like um, he ends up finding a monster. The one guy's a bartender, uh, Bobby in the, in the bar. That's his name. The guy's name is Bobby in the bar. And he ends up having a, a fight with one of these monsters in the bar. And like, to Bobby, it looks like a, a person. So he's like, Oh man, what are you doing to that guy? Like, so like he explains yeah. the whole thing to them. And like, that's where you get like the backstory. It's a really cool story. Um, they're on like volume four of the trade. And like, I would say this volume three was so good, but heart wrenching. Um, and, in a couple of ways, because the first two volumes are, um, all James Heron's art. Who's an, he's an amazing artist. And yeah. I, I really dug his uh, vibe on the book. And then um, I think yeah. Aaron got busy or got offered some other projects. So then it changes to Dave Rubin's art, which is good, but I personally prefer mm-hmm. Aaron's art to uh, Rubin's art, but the story yeah. still amazing. So I stuck around for the story uh, and I really dig it. Um, and I still love it. It's just harder for me to, um, I have to really entrench myself in it now to read it uh, for the last couple of trades. So um but uh-huh. volume three was just amazingly uh, is moving in several ways. That's the way I can put nice. it. Nice, yes. Uh, they have it on Comicsology Unlimited right now, one through five. So you can read one through five if you have a uh, unlimited account. There you go. So, you should read one through five. I, which I do, so I can at least read one through five. So um, awesome. I might, I might be that. I might like go in there and read it uh, and then try to go and find it somewhere and see if I can find a number one somewhere, man. The book is so good. So I would definitely recommend it. It's a, 
it's definitely pretty awesome. Awesome. So out of the three, which ones are your favorite? Oh man. <laughs> Joey Galvez over here with the hard questions, man. Um, <laughs> I would say rumble is my favorite thing in comics right now. Even when, even though they changed okay. artists cause our pretty storytelling is so sharp um, that I really yeah. enjoy it. Um, I, I don't know. Like if, if, we're, if you're going for like something that looks like it's just a one shot, it depends on what you like for me. It was like, I read um, these Savage Shores at the right time because I didn't want to commit to a long story. I just wanted to read something cool. Uh, and so I was like, yeah. oh, I'm in the mood for something like not horror, but like, um, I guess, I guess uh, spooky. And and so it, it's, okay. it served all the needs of what I was looking to read at the time. So that was, it was pretty cool. And then um, Outer Darkness satisfies like a sci-fi itch that you get every now and then. So like, at yeah. the time I read that, I really wanted to read something sci-fi. And then Rumble is like the core of everything for, for me because when I was young, um, I used to buy Savage Sword of Conan's uh, at the newsstand uh, when we lived in New York because nice. um, as a kid, you could buy it and, and it's a comic. It looks like a comic. It's a little bit more expensive than a comic, but like um, when you mm-hmm. open it up, it was just like black and white, like gorgeousness um yeah back in the day and and like there were boobs everywhere so like i mean i'm gonna be honest as like 12 year old me was like my mom thinks i'm buying a comic book but it's not really a comic book like so i was like i was like i'm gonna buy this every time i can get it because it's like conan and i like there's boobs drawn everywhere so you know 12 year old me and me now we definitely have different tastes just like you when you started collecting you now yeah I won't buy anything that's now that hilarious. has boots on it. It's really bad. I'm like, oh, I'm not buying that. That feels like yeah, that feels I, like exploitation. I'm not buying that. But twelve, I was like, boobs. Right? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Count me in. You know. So I know. Like I, uh, I, I recently just backed uh, uh, Loco Hero, which is uh, Monty Michael Moore stuff. And uh, <laughs> and I was showing my wife some of the covers. She's like, "What the heck are you doing? What are you looking at?" I'm just like, "I'm, I'm, I'm." I told her, "Honey, I'm, 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 I'm helping a creator." <laughs> She's like, "You're, you're, you're helping yourself get out of my room. You're gonna sleep on the couch." Oof, I was like, "Oh oof, man, great." That's, that's, yeah, like I, I haven't bought anything like that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm just like, ah. Uh, I probably I I got myself in into this one. <laughs> I stepped in in this time. <laughs> I mean, they're revamping a lot of those characters that are known for being like um ex- exploitive. Uh, I would I guess that's yeah. the best way to say it. Um, like like Drew Drew Moss is yeah, doing yeah that like with, a Vampirella uh, with, and um, Vampirella. Red Sonja, yeah. and, and I can appreciate that because like when um yeah Becky Clunan made the argument like Red Sonja would be wearing armor and like look like a warrior. So I'm like I agree a hundred percent. I don't need to see. Right? I don't need to see boobs yeah. in, in comics. I'm, I'm totally okay without seeing any boobs. But I'm, I mean, if, unless the story is about, unless your story <laughs> is about like, there's a, something I read that was like, um, what is it called? The beauty or whatever is from image. And, and it's about an STD. So if there's boobs in that story, you're reading about <laughs> a disease that trans that's sexually transmitted oh. to make people like more beautiful. Like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Cause it says like people are trying to catch this disease, but like the problem with the disease is like it, it lowers your lifespan or something like that. So I was like, Oh, would you basically the question that you like the, the book is trying to make you ask yourself is, would you get this STD to be more pretty and lower your lifespan? <laughs> or would you not do that? So like, it, it's more of a morality question. I thought they were supposed to come out with another yeah. trade of that, but I haven't seen it, but 
if your book is about that sort of thing, that's a crazy story. That's yeah. like, I want to, I want to just be the fly on the wall during that pitch meeting. <laughs> you have a story about sex and you get a, you get a disease and it makes you hot. Uh, okay. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's do this. <laughs> so like, if that's your story though, you know what I mean? If that's your story is about STDs, then you can expect that you're probably going to see some nudity in that story. Um, it, <laughs> right. It's the base yeah. of the story, but most of the stuff I read isn't about stuff like that. I just think I picked it up because it said horror. So I was like, oh, I was this horror. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering yeah. <laughs> how that worked into horror. I was like, oh, I don't know if that's horror. Um, but that, that was just my initial <laughs> thought. Now, having finished the book, I would say, yeah, it's definitely horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, now that I finished the book, I was like, when I read the back of it, I read the, the synopsis. I was like, hmm. I don't know about this, but like, if you know that that's part of the story going in, then like, I'm totally fine yeah. with whatever nudity is going to be in the book. If I'm already prepped for it, but if I'm just reading a story and like there's nudity in there for no reason. Um, yeah. Like there, like that book, uh, what's called, uh, there's one, uh, um, called finger guns. What do you think the book's about? Finger guns, <laughs> right? right? Finger guns, right? Yep. Yeah. She could shoot people with her fingers, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, that. that's what it's about. Is, is it, have you read so it's it? Like, I haven't read this book. No, I, I, I actually, I was going to pick again. I'm always that guy that's in the shop holding the book and I'm like, should I get it? Should I not? Like I, I'm going to flip through it and I start, I look up the premise. I'm like, Ooh, I like the way that I like the sound of this premise. And then I put it back and then I get another book instead because I'm like, I know this book. See, I, I don't do that. I ask the people in the shop, have you read, if somebody in the shop is going to have read that book and I'm like, have you read this? Have you read this? Yeah. And then, Somebody in the, cause that, that's, yeah. that's the great thing is about comic shops that people always kind of downplay. Like, Hey, have yeah. you read this book? And then you come across the one, there's going to be one person in that shop that read that book and they'll, they'll tell you whether or not See, you should I did get that. It. So I did that. And the guy that I asked, he's like, he's like, no, I just collected it. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, and, but he's, but he's an indie guy. He's also an indie creator. And, uh, and that's what he does. He, 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 he knows the keys and he collects the keys and he, hides them away that's cool though i would say that's neat i mean it's weird because i didn't really keep track of that because i don't really it's weird all these people on facebook are like oh hey we're gonna ask you to join this collector's group and i was like i read a lot of trades now i don't really collect like that anymore like i buy (laughs) trades i buy a lot of trades um because i'd rather read the whole story i don't want to be like searching down i want to have and i've had this happen to me before in singles i got part one somehow i missed part two I got part three. Oh, I do the same. And then I got yep. part five. So I missed two and four somewhere, and there's a six that I'm told that I'm being told that I missed. And then the trade would be collected. So then yep. those are books where I go, oh, now I just got to buy the trade because I, I don't know what happened in two. I stopped reading after one. I still bought three because I was tr- hoping to find the rest of them. And and then that's yep. where the tragedy happens in, in floppies for me. And I go, oh, well, I'm just going to buy the trade. So I have yeah. completely switched over to trades now, and I only buy trades. Yep. So it's crazy because trades is like, I'll remember something when it like, well, oh man, that looks dope. I want to get that. But then I forget six months later when it comes out in trade. So I have yep, to see it again. Yep. You're singing like, to the choir, oh, man. That's You're... the book I wanted six months ago. It's exactly yeah. what happened with these Savage Shores. Oh, man, I remember wanting this weird vampire story. I kept on asking at the comic shop because uh, I go to one in my house is closer to Richmond than than to Hampton. So mm-hmm. I go to one in Richmond and I'm like, hey, man, did you ever get that weird vampire? He's like, weird vampire story? What are you talking about? I was like, there's a weird vampire story on Ball. I can't remember what it's called. It's got a long name. <laughs> and then he, like, he was like, these have a children? I was like, that's the book I'm looking for. I was looking for that in singles. He's like, I remember you looking for it in singles. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, do you have it? And he's like, no, I can order it. And I was like, do it. Do it. Do it. Here's my credit card. Let's get do it. it. Let's yep. get it. In. 
<laughs> yeah, I that you're singing to the choir with that one, man. Because I do the same thing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna collect it. Let's do let's do this. This is the one the one title that I'll have, and then uh, uh, and then I'll be like, what the heck? Did I not put this in my pool list? Why? And then I missed a few, and I'm just like, oh, screw it, whatever, leave it. I had s- I'm not gonna I had do several it. <laughs> like set in my pool my, my pool box when I had a pool box at, at the comic shop I mentioned earlier, Heroes and Villains. I used to have a pool box, yeah. and I'd have several in the pool box, and then I'd grab a few extras just to have because um at that time my work schedule wasn't so crazy and i was reading probably yeah every weekend i would plow through probably around 20 singles at first uh, when i wow. first started writing i plow through about 20 singles um in a yeah. day uh on a weekend day on a saturday i plow, I plow through about 20 and then the next day i plow through about 20 and then like the next week i'll be ready to go back in and collect stuff from um whatever mm-hmm. came out that week for my poll because i was pulling like eight or nine titles um, that were image and dark horse titles. And then I was pulling like one or two superhero books too. So mm-hmm. like one will come out one week, one will come out the third week. So like I'd always have something coming in to read. Um, yeah. That yeah. was just devouring comics at a crazy rate. Um, and now I've kind of slowed down on that and just buy the trades. Cause for me, it's more consistent to know what's happening in the story. And like, I'm not like, I'm not yeah. catching whole holes. Cause I just grabbed something randomly in the comic store. Cause it looked cool. Um, I did that yeah, with a book yeah. called, uh, there's a book called Suiciders, I think. I think Lee Bermejo is the writer and the artist on that book. And it was, okay. it just looked dope to me. So that's a book yeah. I have holes and then I had to go buy the graphic. Novel. That sounds like a good one. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and hanging out with me. We didn't get to talk about wrestling, man. We'll, 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 we'll go back and hang out. We'll get in that tub and we'll talk about wrestling. Sounds great. That's where the beer's at. Jay. Wait, wait, that sounds weird. That sounds weird. That sounds, sounds weird. weird. Maybe we won't do that. Yeah, let's not let's not get in the tub and talk about wrestling. <laughs> Your wife's gonna be looking for me later, isn't she? <laughs> I know, no, she's. Oh man, <laughs> that's a bad. I'm I'm just glad she's not around to listen to this. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on, and hanging out with us uh, here. Hey, man. There's some casseroles in the kitchen if you want. If you're hungry. Uh, we got we got a bathtub full of drinks. <laughs> if you want something, go on in there and hang out, man. So before you go, you want to let everybody know where they can find you. Sure. Um, on on Facebook, I, I'm weird about Facebook friends because uh, yeah, it's do yeah. investigating, but it's just my name on Facebook, Kevin C U F F E, and then on Twitter, it's uh, at Kevin underscore C U F F E, and then on Instagram, I am at the underscore right underscore cuff c-u-f-f-e awesome thanks man awesome man uh, again appreciate you coming on hanging out with me here at our podluck and uh man everybody out there right now you guys can go to uh previews world and order metal shark bro number two number one number right two. Volume, volume two number, number one <laughs> it's very volume confusing, two number one it? <laughs> yeah, super cool. I hate, I hate that man. <laughs> Volume two, number one. Uh, so go, go, put that in your pull list. It comes, comes out in next month or so. So hang it, hang out, check it out. Uh, it's a good one. If you haven't read it, go to. I, I am sure you guys can order it from Scout Comics. I know Walter's got it on his website. So go, go, go buy. You can it. just Google Metal Shark Bro. A bunch of stuff comes. Metal up, Shark yeah. Bro and buy it man i had to i bought it both in digital and trade so that i can read it however i like <laughs> so 
head on out there. Go grab these things up. Kevin, it was a pleasure. I appreciate you, Thank man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me go. on. You're welcome. All right. Go grab something. Eat.